0: Or their website at livingitup.org Now, here's Scott and Teresa
1: Hey everyone, it's Friday mm-hmm. Yeah honey, why don't you say hi to everybody uh, Hey everybody, <laughs> we,
2: we got a, a, a fun topic and it's called uh, words are so powerful You know you know how I am honey, I want to get off this for just a second I love words, I like putting words together
1: uh, Well you know what words are so powerful though <laughs> You know, the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, i tell you what, nothing could be more untrue. Mm -hmm. Okay, you'll heal from the sticks and stones, but those words can last a lifetime.
2: Yeah, and we're going to talk to you about why it simply is not true. That phrase we've heard since we were kids. And out of James 3, 5 was a good passage to back this up.
1: It is. It says, in the same way, the tongue is a small thing. That makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can get a forest on fire.
2: Ooh, that's so true. That's
1: right. Sometimes you think, well, you know, what I said doesn't matter. You know what? It may have just totally ripped that person apart. Yeah.
2: That's
1: okay for sure.
2: And, it, you know, also depending on the state of mind that person's in and how wounded they are mm-hmm. and how recovered they are, you, you got to know who you're dealing with. But if you're hurting, as we always say hurting people hurt people yeah and people that are typically real sharp with their words um, you know that that's a personal thing about them
1: it is you know and uh,
2: but if you don't understand that you'll be wounded by it right and you it can certainly take root and stick with you the rest of your life
1: well, I touched on that yesterday in our podcast where um, before I was saved I mean one of the main reasons why I didn't want to go to church is because of uh, what uh, I thought people were going to say. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh, my gosh, you know, what are you doing in our building? We're going to catch on fire. Mm. You know, here comes the lightning, you know. Scott Neal Neil just walked in the church, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought about, you know, being judged and all that. I was thinking, man, I don't want to go through that, yeah. you know.
2: Well, I have to tell you, growing up a long time ago, someone, someone always said I was stupid, someone mm. in my close circle. As a child,
1: you're not, honey.
2: Well, I know, but I, that took root in me, and I've mm-hmm. really struggled with that my whole life. And I'm a creative thinker, as you know. Yeah. And people that don't understand that about us, you can be termed as kind of an airhead, mm-hmm. kind of a out there. Out of the box, I can handle that, but stupid is not acceptable. Right. And that's just harmful. And I think, especially as a child, and I even wrote about this, and you can find it in our read section, this title, Sticks and Stones. Uh, They, those words are powerful. You know, this one gal that gave me permission to write her story all of her life, she was told, you'll figure it out. You're the smart one. You'll figure it out as a child. And when she grew up, she was always so frustrated with herself because if she couldn't figure something out, she was frustrated because that's what she was always told. And if she couldn't figure it out, she felt like a failure. Mm -hmm. So we really need to be careful with our words, especially to children.
1: That's true, you know, and really our tongue does much to control and shape our life. It does.
2: It you really know? does.
1: Our, I mean, our tongue may have destroyed relationships,
0: mm-hmm.
1: caused great pain, Yeah, you know. I mean, our tongue may just be out of control. Mm-hmm. You know, we're enslaved to it, you know. You know, like the old saying, just be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have anything good to say, just don't say anything, mm-hmm. you know. So, when you feel powerless about this and and, uh, and saying destructive words, God can tame that tongue. Mm-hmm. You just ask him to. Right. God, you know, transform my heart. Make my words, you know, reflect you, you mm-hmm. know. Um, then he can use our words to heal relationships and encourage others.
2: Mm-hmm. And now that I'm an adult, I can look back on that situation and on that person and realize um, that person's... Pretty free with their mm-hmm. words. Um, that person typically speaks without thinking mm. and has gotten away with it for so long, mm-hmm. it's just natural. And I think in another podcast that we did this week talking about standing up for yourself, you know, saying, Hey, I'm not afraid to, to say what I need. I need you to never say that to me again. That's right. I need you to never, ever say that to my child ever again because mm-hmm. words are so important. I want to be one of those people to encourage people and lift other people up. Yeah, don't you?
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. But I was just about to say that. You know, we're talking about words that can hurt, but there are so many words that can edify Absolutely. and that can build people up.
0: Yes.
1: You know, I remember uh, um, when I was playing baseball when I was six years old, and we had a young man, young boy, on our team, and he was deaf, a little deformed. And uh, I remember some of the kids. Kids can be really, really hateful and uh, how they would make hurtful and how they would make fun of him,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Well, I, I wanted to befriend this kid, you know, for some reason. You know, God, you know, I didn't know God at the time, but I just, you know, I just felt drawn to him. And I remember the, the, the last game of the season, he had never set foot on the baseball field because the coach didn't want him to, you know, mess up. And myself and a couple of the kids went up to the coach and said, you know what, Coach, why don't you let him go in and play, you know, right field? Well, when you're six years old, no one hits it out in the outfield. Mm-hmm. But at least he was going to be out there. So the coach put his name on the roster, and he looked at him, and he said, you know what, you're in now, buddy. You're the best. And I remember uh, his name was Paul. I remember Paul looking at him and just tears in his eyes.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead. It's okay if people hear Because you. finally,
1: you know, people, he knew that he was accepted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those words, you're the best, meant so much to him. And mm-hmm. so he went out there. And I was pitching. I remember I threw the ball the last out of the season. And I'll be darned if the guy didn't hit it to the outfield. And where'd it go? Right towards Paul.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: we were losing, we are winning, I'm sorry, by one run, if we caught this, we won the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, there goes the ball towards Paul, and I, and mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, my Lord. Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> but I remember Paul, he stuck his hand up, closed his eyes, turned his head the other way, and I'll be darned if that ball didn't fall right in his glove, and we won the game.
0: hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody went out there, even the opposing team, and picked him up on our shoulders. Aww. Because for one split second, finally, Paul knew that he's the best. Mm-hmm. And so words can build us up. Mm-hmm. Jesus wants you to know how much he loves you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You wake up in the morning, man, he is doing a dance because you woke up and you. he is so proud of you. And so if you... You know, a lot of people just don't know that, honey.
2: They don't. They just
1: don't know it.
2: We could just understand and think of uh, ourself as God's only child.
1: Wow, that's and, for sure. Now, if,
2: if you could wrap your brain around that, and someone had written or we read that or heard something along these lines that we've said for quite some time. I heard Betty Robinson say it on Live Today with uh, she and James. James Robertson is one of our elders at our church and have a powerful ministry for water wells. But she had said that, that when she finally grasped that and saw herself as God's only favored child, that's when it, this shift came. Mm. And he is that for her. He's that for all of us. He's that for you and for me. And we can't understand it. We can't wrap our brain around it. But wherever you are, he's right there beside you. Right. Wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing. Now, take that relationship and build on it. Mm. You're never alone. And think about, wow, I want to live my life to to please him. He's right here. And then even in those times when you're tempted to do the wrong thing, he's right there. He really and truly is.
1: That's right. Well, you know what, honey? Really, the only way you can really... Words can have that effect, and your heart can be changed. Where you really want to edify people, and you really watch your tongue, is by giving your heart to Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the truth. I mean, John fourteen six says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." And no one loves you more and wants to build you up than Jesus. You know, just waking up in the morning now and knowing that I am the son of the king of kings and the lord of lords, the ruler of the universe. Man, I tell you what, I don't walk out in a prideful way. Mm -hmm. But I do walk Mm -hmm. out of my house knowing, man, how blessed am I and my wife Mm -hmm. to know him. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know him and you want to know what it means to have words to edify him, for he to you to know how much he loves you. The only way you can do that is by giving your heart to him. And
2: and finding you a Bible that you really understand mm-hmm. and, and looking up all the scriptures that have to do with how he feels about you, what he thinks about you, what he says about you. That's right. Because his words don't hurt. They build you up. And those no words of his are powerful. They're anointed. Mm-hmm. And he can't explain it. The Bible's been the number one bestseller forever. And there's a reason for that, because the Word is living and it's alive. That's right. And through study of that and through prayer, you can totally understand that kind of love. And that He would never, ever say anything to hurt you.
1: Oh, no. And you know what? Uh, If you've been in church for a long time, and maybe you're realizing you've never given your heart to Him, or maybe you did at one time, and you walked away, well, you know God doesn't judge you for that. We don't. We certainly don't. And maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus. Well, today's the day. And so, if you would pray this prayer, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I know that you hung on the cross. You died on, the, you died, and on the third day, you rose from from the grave to give me a new life and a new beginning. Father, I want those words that edify. I want to know that you love me. Jesus, I need you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, this is Friday. What a great Mm -hmm. day to have given your life to Christ. And you know what we're going to say? If you've been following us, pray and let the Spirit lead you to a church where you can be embraced, where you can go and connect and start this new walk with God. By uh, with a church that has what we are so passionate about is a mentoring or discipleship program. Okay? That's
1: right. I'm sorry, go ahead. No,
2: I was just going to say it's so important. You and I have mentors and will for the rest of our life.
1: You know, let us know if you pray that prayer and, and, and email us at infolivingitup.org. At and before we sign off today, I'd just like to say thank you for those of you who are, are donating mm-hmm. to our ministry uh, to keep this ministry going. And uh, you can do that as well by going to our website at livingitup.org. Um, go to the Give button. And then once you click that on, there's a Donate button. And it's as easy as that. Mm-hmm. And you can be part of this uh, growing ministry. And, uh, and we'll be so honored and humbled to have you as a partner.
2: That's right. And uh, So happy Friday. Yeah,
1: happy Friday. And just remember, words can be so powerful. Mm-hmm. Your tongue can build up people, or it can tear them down. Mm -hmm. So let's today agree we're going to want to build up people and let them know how much we love Jesus. That's right. So until Monday, Mm -hmm. we pray that you have an awesome weekend, and just live it up.
2: While beginning again.
0: livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa.
1: Hey, everyone. It's Friday. My name is Scott, along with my lovely wife, Teresa, and we're so honored to have you with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honey, why don't you say hi to everybody?
2: Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> we we got a, a, a fun topic, and it's called... Uh, Words are so powerful, you know. You know how I am, honey. I want to get off this for just a second. I love words. I like putting words together, mm-hmm. and um, I think this is kind of funny to share about you. When We spend a lot of time at home. Mm-hmm. We like to eat, and we've discovered something new around our house within probably the last year. And it's called hummus.
1: Oh yeah.
2: I want you to know. I've noticed that when you're home, you eat us out of house and hummus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's good.
2: Well, it is good, but I thought that was kind of, kind of cute when we're talking about words here to lighten this up because this yeah. is kind of serious. But It is. But could, could we work on that because I like the hummus too. But yes, honey. Many times I'm going in there and you've eaten us out of house and hummus. It's not
1: me. It's your dog that eats it, honey.
2: Troy does not eat hummus. <laughs> all right. There's hummus among us, and I know where it is. It's in your stomach. Yeah, I know. All right.
1: Can we go on to the topic yes, now? Yes, yeah. please. All uh, right. Well, you know what words are so powerful, <laughs> though? You know, the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, i tell you what, nothing could be more untrue.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, you'll
1: heal from the sticks and stones, but those words can last a lifetime.
2: Yeah, and we're going to talk to you about why it simply is not true. That That's phrase right. we've heard since we were kids. And out of James 3, 5, was a good passage to back this up.
1: It is. It says, In the same way, the tongue is a small thing, That makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can get a forest on fire.
2: Ooh, that's so true. That's
1: right. Sometimes you think, well, you know, what I said doesn't matter. You know what? It may have just totally ripped that person apart. Yeah. That's for sure.
2: And, you know, also depending on the state of mind that person's in and how wounded they are Mm -hmm. and how recovered they are, you got to know who you're dealing with. But if you're hurting, as we always say hurting people hurt people yeah and people that are typically real sharp with their words um, you know that that's a personal thing about them
1: it is you know and uh,
2: but if you don't understand that you'll be wounded by it right and you it can certainly take root and stick with you the rest of your life
1: well, I touched on that yesterday in our podcast where um, before I was saved I mean one of the main reasons why I didn't want to go to church is because of uh, uh, of what I thought people were going to say. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh, my gosh, you know, what are you doing in our building? We're going to catch on fire. Mm. You know, here comes the lightning, you know. Scott Neil just walked in the church, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought about, you know, being judged and all that. I was thinking, man, I don't want to go through that, yeah. you know.
2: Well, I have to tell you, growing up a long time ago, someone, someone always said I was stupid, someone mm. in my close circle. Mm-hmm. As a child, you're not, honey. Well, I know, but I, that took root in me, and I've mm-hmm. really struggled with that my whole life. And I'm a creative thinker, as you know. Yeah. And people that don't understand that about us, you can be termed as kind of a airhead, mm-hmm. kind of a out there, out of the box. I can handle that, but stupid is not acceptable. Right. And that's just harmful. And I think, especially as a child, and I even wrote about this. In you can find it in our read section. This title: "Sticks and Stones." They, Those words are powerful. You know, this one gal that gave me permission to write her story all of her life, she was told, you'll figure it out. You're the smart one. You'll figure it out as a child. Yeah. And when she grew up, she was always so frustrated with herself because if she couldn't figure something out, she was frustrated because that's what she was always told. I'm and trying. if she couldn't figure it out, she felt like a failure.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So we really need to be careful with our words, especially to children.
1: That's true, you know, and really our tongue does much to control and shape our life.
2: It does. It really you know?
1: does. Our, I mean, our tongue may have destroyed relationships,
2: mm-hmm.
1: caused great pain, Yeah, you know. I mean, our tongue may just be out of control.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we're enslaved to it, you know. You know, like the old saying, just be quiet. You mm-hmm. know, if you don't have anything good to say, just don't say anything, mm-hmm. you know. So, when you feel powerless about this and and, uh, and saying destructive words, God can tame that tongue. Mm-hmm. You just ask Him to. Right. God, you know, transform my heart. Make my words, you know, reflect you, you mm-hmm. know. Um, then He can use our words to heal relationships and encourage others.
2: Mm-hmm. And now that I'm an adult, I can look back on that situation and on that person and realize um, that person's pretty free with their Mm -hmm. words Um, that person typically speaks without thinking Mm. and has gotten away with it for so long Mm -hmm. it's just natural and I think another podcast that we did this week talking about setting up for yourself you know saying hey I'm not afraid to say what I need I need you to never say that to me again I need you to never ever say that to my child ever again because Mm -hmm. words are so important I want to be one of those people to encourage people and lift other people up. Yeah. Don't you? Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: But I was just about to say that. You know, we're talking about words that can hurt, but there are so many words that can edify Absolutely. and that can build people up. Yes. You know, I remember uh, um, when I was playing baseball when I was six years old, and we had a young man, young boy on our team, and he was deaf, a little deformed. And uh, I remember some of the kids, kids can be really, really hateful and uh, how they would make hurtful and how they would make fun of him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Well, I, I wanted to befriend this kid, you know, for some reason, you know, God, you know, I didn't know God at the time, but I just, you know, I just felt drawn to him. And I remember the, the, the last game of the season, he had never set foot on the baseball field because the coach didn't want him to, you know, mess up. And myself and a couple of the kids went up to the coach and said, You know what, coach? Won't you let him go in and play, you know, right field? Well, when you're six years old, no one hits it out in the outfield. Mm-hmm. But at least he was going to be out there. So the coach put his name on the roster and he looked at him and he said, You know what? You're in now, buddy. You're the best. And I remember uh, his name was Paul. I remember Paul looking at him and just tears in his eyes.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It's okay if people because hear Because finally,
1: you know, people, he knew that he was accepted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those words, you're the best, meant so much to him. And mm-hmm. so he went out there, and I was pitching. I remember I threw the ball the last out of the season, and I'll be darned if the guy didn't hit it to the outfield. And where'd it go? Right towards Paul. <laughs> you know, we were losing, we were winning, I'm sorry, by one run, if we caught this, we won the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, there goes the ball towards Paul, and I, and mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, my Lord. Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> but I remember Paul, he stuck his hand up, closed his eyes, turned his head the other way, and I'll be darned if that ball didn't fall right in his glove, and we won the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Everybody
1: it's- went out there, even the opposing team, and picked him up on our shoulders. Aww. Because for one split second, finally, Paul knew that he's the best. Mm-hmm. And so words can build us up. Mm-hmm. Jesus wants you to know how much he loves you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You wake up in the morning, man, he is doing a dance because you woke up and he is so proud of you. And so if you you know, a lot of people just don't know that, honey. They
2: don't. They just don't know it. We could just understand and think of uh, ourselves as God's only child.
1: Wow. That's I mean, for sure. Now, if,
2: if you could wrap your brain around that. And someone had written or we read that or heard something along these lines that we've said for quite some time. I heard Betty Robinson say it on Live Today with uh, she and James. James Robertson is one of our elders at our church and have a powerful ministry for water wells. But she had said that, that when she finally grasped that and saw herself as God's only favored child, that's when it, this shift came. Mm. And he is that for her. He's that for all of us. He's that for you and for me. And we can't understand it. We can't wrap our brain around it. But wherever you are, he's right there beside you. Right. Right. Wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing. Now, take that relationship and build on it. Mm. You're never alone. And think about, wow, I want to live my life to, to please him. He's right here. And then even in those times when you're tempted to do the wrong thing, he's right there. He really and truly is.
1: That's right. Well, you know what, honey? Really, the only way you can really... Words can have that effect, and your heart can be changed. Where you really want to edify people, and you really watch your tongue, is by giving your heart to Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the truth. I mean, John fourteen six says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." And no one loves you more and wants to build you up than Jesus. You know, just waking up in the morning now and knowing that I am the son of the king of kings and the Lord of lords, the ruler of the universe. Man, I tell you what, I don't walk out in a prideful way. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But I do walk Mm -hmm. out of my house knowing, man, how blessed am I and my wife Mm -hmm. to know him. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know him and you want to know what it means to have words to edify him, for he to you to know how much He loves you. The only way you can do that is by giving your heart to Him.
2: And, and finding you a Bible that you really understand mm-hmm. and, and looking up all the scriptures that have to do with how He feels about you, what He thinks about you, what He says about you. That's right. Because His words don't hurt. They build you up. And those no, words of His are powerful. They're anointed. Mm-hmm. And He can't explain it. The Bible's been the number one bestseller forever. And there's a reason for that because the word is living and it's alive. That's right. And through study of that and through prayer, you can totally understand that kind of love. And that he would never, ever say anything
1: to hurt you. Oh, no. And you know what? Uh, If you've been in church for a long time and maybe you're realizing you've never given your heart to him, or maybe you did at one time and you walked away, well, you know, God doesn't judge you for that. We, didn't, we certainly don't. And maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus. Well, today's the day. And so if you would pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I know that you hung on the cross, you died on the you died, and on the third day you rose from, from the grave to give me a new life and a new beginning. Father, I want those words that edify. I want to know that you love me. Jesus, I need you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, this is Friday. What a great Mm -hmm. day to have given your life to Christ. And you know what we're going to say? If you've been following us, pray and let the Spirit lead you to a church where you can be embraced, where you can go and connect and start this new walk with God. By uh, with a church that has what we are so passionate about is a mentoring or discipleship program.
1: Okay. That's right. I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I was just gonna say it's so important. You and I have mentors and will for the rest of our life.
1: You know, let us know if you pray that prayer and, and, and email us at infolivingitup.org. At and before we sign off today, I'd just like to say thank you for those of you who are, are donating
0: mm-hmm.
1: to our ministry uh, to keep this ministry going. And uh, you can do that as well by going to our website at livingitup.org. Go to the Give button, and then once you click that on, there's a Donate button. And it's as easy as that. Mm
2: -hmm. And you can
1: be part of this uh, growing ministry, and uh, and we'll be so honored and humbled to have you as a partner.
2: That's right. And uh, So happy Friday.
1: Yeah, happy Friday. And just remember, words can be so powerful.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Your tongue can build up people and tear them down Mm -hmm. so let's today agree we're going to want to build up people and let them know how much we love jesus that's right so until monday Mm -hmm. we pray that you have an awesome weekend and just live it up
2: while beginning again